0: In a matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs team whose defense is currently playing better than its offense, can the Packers, with an offense that is suddenly hitting its stride, score enough to stay with Patrick Mahomes? Chris Clark from Locked on Chiefs joins me on another crossover Thursday to break down the matchups to answer that question and get you set for a primetime battle at Lambeau Field. Let's do it. You are Locked on Packers.
1: Daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski and I cover the Packers for the Leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. The number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how it is a crossover Thursday. Locked on Packers, Locked on Chiefs. Let us begin. Welcome inside another crossover edition, a Super Bowl one rematch and Jordan Love's first start rematch. Locked on Packers, locked on Chiefs. Today's crossover Thursday brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code all lowercase locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. I'm Peter Bukowski, host of Locked on Packers, joined by Chris Clark one of the hosts of Locked On Chiefs. And Chris, we have been robbed of the Rodgers-Mahomes matchup for their entire careers because in 2019, it was Mahomes who was hurt. In 2021, Aaron Rodgers famously or infamously got COVID for that week, and Jordan Love made his first NFL start. And now, of course, Aaron Rodgers pretending to come back for the New York Jets, Uh, a totally different uh, set of circumstances that we don't have to talk about. Um, But a lot has changed. Andy Reid said a lot has changed. Jordan Love. It seems like a lot has changed for Patrick Mahomes too since then. Tyreek Hill out the door and now there's this cavalcade of new and developing receivers. I wanted to ask you about this, this offense because that seems like the big story here. The defense has been playing great all year and the offense is in still figure it out mode and we're, you know, this game is going to be in December. That, that seems like late in the season to still be trying to figure it out. What's been going on?
1: inconsistencies uh, I mean there's been three big problems drops penalties and uh, turnovers and you can't win games I'm familiar have, it's a Green Bay by the way yeah you can't <laughs> you can't win games if you have that I mean you just can't uh, you know two or three drops a game doesn't sound like a ton but it it you have to look at when those drops happen a lot of the chiefs drops have been on third downs which kill drives uh, you have that situation you have turnovers that have killed drives that have killed you know scoring chances uh, when you should be putting up a touchdown and you don't even get any points uh, in the red zone, that's a problem. They did that twice, uh, two weeks ago. So, you know, that was a problem then uh, against the Eagles. There's just lots of problems and it's inconsistencies uh, for the wide receivers. Mahomes has been pretty consistent, though he is still struggling at times trying to take the deep shot, trying to be aggressive Yeah, and that causes problems at times. And I, you know, we've been talking about that on the podcast all, all year is that you know, it's great to take deep shots if you can hit if you can hit some of them. But it's still great to take deep shots even if you don't hit some of them. Yeah. But the problem is, is you have to choose when you take them. And too many times there's been situations where it's been like third and nine, third and 14, third and three even, and you're taking a deep shot 40 yards down the field. That's not really when you want to take those shots. I mean, yeah. I, did, had stat, I had
0: a stat on the show yesterday, Chris. This blew my mind. I'm going to throw it at you. I'm sure you've seen some of these numbers. So – what you know whatever you think of pro football focus it's it's just one metric one tool in the toolbox right. patrick mahomes out of 40 qualifying qbs on throws over 20 yards 40 he is 34th in passing grade right. out of 40 and only tommy devito yes that tommy devito has a higher rate of turnover worthy <laughs> plays on those throws that's the part chris that i just like he on on those throws has always been able to th- seemingly throw away from the defense And I don't know how much of that is Terry kill and how, or how much of that is like trusting where his guys are going to be Sammy Watkins for a time. Right. It just, he is putting the ball in harm's way on those deep throws more than we've seen. And, and that to me is the part that's jarring. Like I, I get missing some deep shots. We've been talking about this all year with Jordan love. This has been a story on my podcast too. Uh, But it's been those moments where you're like, okay, you've got this, this big, deep cross. He just misses it. And I'm just sort of like, man, that's that's just well, not what I'm used to seeing. But he can still do all of the high level stuff that you want. Just he's just is, not doing it quite as often.
1: Is he missing it, or is the wide receiver not in the right place?
0: And and that's the other thing that we don't know unless we're in those right. meeting rooms,
1: right? And I think that's one of the bigger problems is that you see situations. Uh, MBS has had several of them this season where he's not running the right route, or Justin Watson's not running the right route, or they're running the right route but they're not running it as Mahomes would expect. A great example of that is two weeks ago, Watson's running a deep, uh, a nine route, basically, and he gets too far inside instead of running to the outside and, you know, where the ball was going to go. And when you're talking 40 yards down the field, that extra three or four yards, you're not expecting, yeah, causes an issue, and you're not able to, you know, make a connection there. And and that's not a turnover-worthy play, maybe, but it still gives you situations where you can't complete plays, you can't make uh, plays downfield, and that becomes a problem.
0: Yeah, there's there's been a lot of that uh, in Green Bay, at least there was for a time over the last month. The Packers have really done a good job of giving Jordan Love opportunities um, to throw the ball down the field without having to just throw like a nine route. Like you mentioned, the, the Watson, like those things, I think not everyone can can throw those rail shot go balls. Aaron Rodgers spoiled Packer fans by being the best I've ever seen throwing accurately down the field on the outside the numbers. It's really hard to do. And then you have to do more deep overs. You have to throw more corners. Like Patrick Mahomes is I've never seen a guy who can throw corner routes or post corner routes like him. He is unbelievable at it. But you also have to guys have guys who can run it. And so this this finding this balance is something that both of these teams have really had to to figure out. Um and and so it seems like the Packers have done that a little bit. We'll see who's healthy this week. Dontavian Wicks back in practice. He's been really, really good, especially as a day three rookie for the Packers. I saw, I don't know if you saw this, Mina Kimes tweeted that she, she would have loved to have seen Jaden Reed or Dontavian Wicks or Romeo Dobbs or Christian Watson on the Chiefs because how would the offense look? Um, if, if they did, uh, they have found a way to put this all together. When it has worked, what has worked for them?
1: You know, when it has worked, Kansas City's gotten the ball to receive Rice. They found mm. ways to get the ball to receive Rice. They found ways to get people open and get Travis Kelsey open enough. Uh, obviously, he's not a wide receiver, but he's basically a default wide receiver. One for the Chiefs has been for years. And But the question is, is can they get him open enough? I mean, teams have started doubling him. They're not going to allow him to get open. I, I don't know what the Raiders were doing last week. Uh, they certainly didn't make it look like they were trying to double him like most teams have uh, lately. Isn't so that, that always the question was, when the Chiefs play the Raiders? It's sort of like, that's what, true. what was Las yeah.
0: Vegas's plan exactly on this?
1: Yeah. Well, and the crazy thing is if you go back several weeks, they played the Denver Broncos, and I think Kelsey had like 150 yards or 170 yards or something like that. And then a couple of weeks later, I think he gets 14. So yeah. teams have the ability to make changes, so we'll see with whether the Raiders do that later. But it's really it's getting the right people involved. It's getting Rasheed Rice running different routes, getting him to where he's the guy that's getting the high targets at the wide receiver group not justin watson who is very limited in in his role and what he's able to do uh and you know honestly i think part of it also is that they've had eight wide receivers they've been trying to play most of the season and you can't have that many guys trying to get snaps you're not going to get consistency
0: where is the where's the running game been in all this because over the last couple years and i think we saw it at times last year this has been a a packers problem this is why this is like there, there are a lot of parallels in these two offenses that's why i keep asking like the, the run game was supposed to be something that the Chiefs could lean on. It was supposed to be something that the Packers could lean on. The Packers have not been able to. Injuries to Aaron Jones, flux along the offensive line, and just, like frankly, not the kind of downhill offensive line that, say, the Chiefs have shown they can be when they want to be at times. But why why haven't they been able to lean on that a little bit more
1: this season? Andy Reid? I, <laughs> I hate making that, that call. No, that's been
0: that's... true since Philly. That's been true since Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, that's the reality is they, you know, go back to the Philly game. They ran for, what, 150 yards in the first half or something ridiculous. I don't remember the exact yardage. But Philly was the best run defense. And then they only had like five or six runs in the second half. Like yeah. a complete change in play calling of looking at what's working and what's not. and just getting Joe Barry would the love
0: the Chiefs to do that this week. Just only run in the well, first sure. half. Do not run at all in the second half.
1: I'm sure he would. <laughs> and I think most teams would. Pacheco's been effective. Uh, you know, and you start talking about the running game, and you have to talk also about Mahomes and his ability to scramble. Uh, I know that's not running game specifically, but it gets it to the point where I think Andy Reid looks at it as a run because uh, it happens three or four times a game, and it's getting him, you know, usually, you know, 25, 30 yards, 40 yards down the field, uh, depending on the play. So I think that's part of what it is. The frustrating thing for Kansas City, obviously, is like you said, where's it go? And it's Andy Reid making the play calls. And, you know, part of the other problem is probably that they've had problems with turnovers in the second half and penalties in the second half to where you get to a point where you don't feel like you can run the ball. So yeah, I was going to ask about the it second it half stuff
0: because they're they're like 19th in EPA per play in the second half of these games. They're kind of the anti Packers in that way. Like they'll come out yep. and look they'll look good. And then in the second half, it's like, did they go to sleep?
1: What happened? Well, did you see last week's game where they basically went to sleep the first quarter?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, that was that was a weird version of this team, right? That was that, not the version yeah. we'd seen most of the season.
1: No, and I think, like I said, I mean, I think the big thing is turnovers, drops, and penalties. And I hate going back to the same well, but that's really what it is. If you go look at the games, it's penalties that come at horrid times. It's turnovers in the red zone where you're getting ready to score in the second half, and you got the ball in the red zone, and you turn it over twice. Uh, yeah. and. By your two best players on offense, even you know, Mahomes and Kelsey both had a turnover against the Eagles. Uh, and then you look at the drops. I mean, you know, you have a third and four with Justin Watson late in the game against the Eagles, where they probably have a chance to maybe score and it goes right through his hands. And you can't have that. I mean, MBS at the end of the cannot.
0: game. Well, Packer yeah. fans have seen that play a dozen times. Yep. It's I, hard. This is for both of these teams and now the chiefs are a better team and have been a better team and they have an all-world all-time quarterback so it's a little bit different but we're both seeing that when you're an inconsistent team you can look really good for a quarter or a half or even a game but sustaining that is hard and and that has been a problem for both of these teams to different degrees let's be very clear different degrees the chiefs are an eight and three team for a reason and the packers are a five and sixteen for a reason we're going to talk about more of those reasons coming up just a second here on our Locked on Packers, Locked on Chiefs crossover Thursday. Today's crossover Thursday is brought to you by our friends at prize picks. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. And Chris, one of the things that I love right now is because we have basketball, I can put the basketball stuff with the football stuff. So I can create a lineup with Damian Lillard, and Giannis Antetokounmpo and Christian Watson and Jordan Love if I want to. All I have to do is decide if I think they're going to produce more or less than the statistical threshold that Prize Picks decides. That's all I have to do. And I can win up to 25 times my money. I can turn 10 bucks into 250 in just a few taps. That's why Prize Picks is so fun. Plus, they have all of these great uh, promotions, Taco Tuesday, for example, um, discounted projections, all kinds of fun stuff. Prize picks is daily fantasy it's made easy. Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL and use code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL with the code locked on NFL to get that first deposit match. Don't leave money on the table. Up to a hundred dollars. It's daily fantasy sports made easy. That's his prize picks and thanks to everyone who makes locked on Packers and locked on chiefs. Their first listen every day. Locked on has launched the first ever national sports, 24 seven streaming channel on YouTube locked on sports today. It's here for 24 seven coverage of the top stories in sports with the local experts of locked on like Chris, like me plus our national shows covering every league go to locked on sports today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24 seven sports streaming network. Chris, uh, one of the things that I was digging into uh, when I was looking at the matchups for this game was I, I kind of, I was looking at the roster for the Chiefs on defense in particular and going, all right, Chris Jones, awesome. Um, Trent McDuffie playing like one of the best slot corners in the league this season, really, really ascending as a young player. I've always thought Justin Reed was an underrated player uh Need, good player. Other than that, like this, this just doesn't profile as a top 10 kind of defense to me based on personnel, but they are. And they've been one of the best passing defenses in particular in the league all season. Can can you tell me how they're doing it? Because it just like they just play really well. I don't get it. They're they're just good. I, I maybe as a pack as someone who covers the Packers, like a well-coached defense is a foreign thing to me. Maybe I'm just like I've been I've been blue pilled by Joe Barry.
1: What I will say is that you have to look at the scheme. I think that's yeah. a lot of where this comes from. I think yeah. Steve Spagnolo's is playing. He's, he's doing fantastic as a coordinator. And I think one of the big things that if you look, go back and look at seasons past in 21 and 22, the Chiefs defense got better as the year went on. And a lot of that was because Spagnolo basically experimented the first five, six, seven, eight, nine, maybe even 10 yeah. games, trying to figure out what he could do with the players he had. This year, he didn't have to do that. He knew what he had. He knew how they were going to play. He knew he was able to do all of that, and it worked out well for him. And at this point, I'm not going to say it's all on, on Spagnolo, but a lot of it is. I mean, he's got them playing very well. But you have to look at it also of adding a guy like Charles Menehue, who he's been able to give them pass rush. Add a guy like Drew Tranquil, who can play any linebacker position, who's been able to step in for an injured Nick Bolton. Uh, you know, you have that situation. And Legereus Sneed has been playing fantastic. He had a rough first quarter maybe first half against the Raiders, uh, but he didn't allow a a single target or catch in the second half against the Raiders against Devontae Adams. And he was the guy guarding it most of the time. You talk about a a guy in Tripp McDuffie, he's been playing fantastic as well. So uh, overall, this defense has just been looking better and better each week.
0: Yeah, and and one of the things that they have always been able to do is they will heat you up. They will bring pressure. They will bring exotic pressure. um, But... What has been cool about this team, unless you're playing them, is they don't have to. They don't have to bring extra bodies to get after you because Chris Jones is that good, because George Korlapis is a really nice player. Uh, I was a big fan of Felix Anadike Uzoma coming out of college. Um, I, I know he's been inconsistent. He's a rookie. That's going to happen. Um, but there was that, that that quote, I think you can correct me if I'm if I'm fumbling the details, but it was that at the end of last season, they win the Super Bowl, and Jalen Watson says – we were still learning the defense. Imagine how good we can be when we know it. And it seems like we're seeing that play out right now, that everyone plays on a string. They play really disciplined. The one place that that's not true, Chris, and, and I want to ask you about, is the run game. This is the 27th ranked run defense by DVOA this season. Um, the Broncos were able to win a game because they they said, we're going to play big and we're gonna we're going to play big boy football. And we're going to keep your sub packages off the field. We're going to stay out of third and longs, something the Eagles could not do. They were in third and long that entire game. right? Um, and and that was the only time that a team has scored over 21 points on this Chiefs defense. So if the Packers take that tact, if they say, OK, two tight ends. They lead the league in 12 personnel this season. Uh, we're not going to let you put if Fred if McDuffie is going to be on the field, he's going to have to play on the boundary. And we're going to get big guys against big guys and run it down your throat. What is what is Kansas City going to do um, and how can they counter?
1: That's a big question, Mark. And I think that's a big problem that they have on defense. I won't say it's a huge problem. I'll say it's a big problem. And the difference to me is Tranquil has been playing out of his mind. He's been one of the best pickups that they could have had for three million, especially for what they're paying in like three million dollars a season. Uh, Mike Edwards has been great on the back end as well. The problem is just you get in inconsistencies. You start you talk about last week. Uh I think they allowed two yards, a carry after the big run to Jacobs last week. Uh you know, and, and that was a couple of guys getting uh you know pushed inside that probably shouldn't have FAU I don't think played after that snap when Jacobs had that long run. Uh so part of it is inconsistency, but I think you're also missing Nick Bolton. Uh, He is the leader of this. He is the leader of this defense. He is the middle linebacker that is supposed to be plugged in there and playing. Now I will say it's possible, although I don't expect it. He is returning to practice today. So his 21 day window is opening. I don't expect him to play on Sunday. Uh, I could be wrong. We'll see. Uh, Obviously we're recording a little bit earlier in the week than we, we would actually be able to tell you, but uh, my guess is he's probably ready for the game against Buffalo. But again, that's just a guess. So I think they're missing Nick Bolton. I think that's caused them. Uh, you know, when it comes to running the ball, the rest of it is just you know it's scheme. It's they're they don't have great run defenders in in the middle of the defense. I mean, yeah, has been good, but he hasn't been great. Chris Jones isn't a run defender. They're set up to get after the pass. Uh, running is is really a secondary thing in this defense.
0: Yeah, I think that's going to be what you're going to see um, from the Packers is heavy personnel, play action. We saw them kill the Lions last week on play action. Um, now they did it from under center and from the gun. Like if Jaden Reed doesn't play, I don't know how much from the gun they're going to want to play. Um, even if Jaden Reed does play, I don't know how much from the gun they're going to want to play because it's going to be all so focused on trying to stop this pass rush and run the ball, stay in favorable down distances. I think there's there's two things that I've been saying all week, Chris, that I think. The Packers have to be able to do. They have to be able to protect Jordan Love. Chiefs number one in adjusted sack rate this season. Whether they have to blitz or not, uh, the Chiefs are going to be able to put pressure on Jordan Love. So how how often and when? Hopefully it's not on those those third and, and manageables. It's only on the third and really longs where you're probably not going to make them anyway. And then it's tackling. This is something that, that we talked about on the show earlier the week no quarterback has has gotten more yards after catch on throws behind the line of scrimmage which just seems crazy like in all the things that Mahomes can do to also have an offense where he can throw the ball behind the line of scrimmage and create out of it seems unfair Chris frankly I don't appreciate it uh but that's the truth of this season for the Chiefs is they've been able to manufacture from behind the line of scrimmage on screens on on these package plays that they have where they're going to it looks like they're going to throw a screen one way and they come back and run it the other way. That's something the Packers love to do as well. So um, tackle, protect and tackle. It seems pretty silly to to make it that simple, but I, I think that's the truth for Green Bay because there is there is a stylistic thing that I think the Packers, they they want to play um, some of these, these two tight end sets and play big and then go play action. And I think that's where defensively is the one place um, you can attack this defense So I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll see like how that ends up shaking out. Is there, is there a place on this, on this Packers team offensively in particular um, where you look at it and you go, this is, this is the place where either you think they will attack Kansas city or you would be most worried about them attacking Kansas city.
1: Uh, to be clear, are you asking the Packers defense on the Chiefs offense, or sorry, that...
0: sorry, no, the Packers offense on this Chiefs defense, which is awesome, by the way. Like they're they're really good. I just, uh, I, I just, I, I think there are some ways that the Packers can attack it, just stylistically. Yeah,
1: I, I wouldn't be surprised if they try to attack using the run. Uh, the question is, is can they get it to where it's you're in third and five and third and six versus third and eight and third and nine right and you talk you go back to the philly game and, and you made a great point they were in long distances and where it becomes an even bigger issue for philly is if you keep them out of like third and two third and three uh they're not able to do their their tush push right uh you know and that becomes a huge deal for them uh if you can keep them out of that situation you give yourself a chance to stop them on third down uh and not give them a chance to go for it on fourth down again so you know, for me, it's it's a question of can they attack Kansas City? Can they run the ball in Kansas City? If they can run the ball in Kansas City, that opens up things like you talked about. I, I'm a big proponent of the question of can Kansas City get off to a quick lead? If they get off to a quick lead, that's a different story. Uh, it's going to take yep. away their own game a little bit.
0: Yeah, this this was something that I talked about a lot um, during the Aaron Rodgers era was that Aaron Rodgers was the best run defense that the Packers could have had, because yes. if you thought that you had to score thirty to win these games it became a lot harder to stay committed to the run. And I think, you know, if, if they go up 10-0, Matt LaFleur is going to have to stay really, really disciplined here. Um, I, I, I pulled up the the third down numbers from that Philly game um, yesterday because I was just going through it and I wanted to see them and I went back and watched some of those plays. This is wild. So the, the Philly, Philly converts three of 11 on third down in this game. One of them was a kneel, so technically not really a conversion. Right. Third and six, sack. Third and 14, sack. Third and 15, sack. Third and seven, tackle for loss on a QB run, but they called it a tackle for loss, not a sack. Third and one, TFL. It was a minus three, DeAndre Swift. Third and 10, they have a a scramble, but don't pick it up. And third and 23, they check the ball down. That is, you you can't win living in third and 15, third and 10, third and 23. Like that's just, Every any time you see bad third down numbers, it speaks to bad first down numbers and second down numbers. If you're bad on early downs, it will screw you on third
1: downs. That's a huge thing that I've been talking about all season. I've been tracking Kansas City's third down play on offense, specifically the entire season. And it's always a question of can they get into third and manageable? And the Achilles heel of this team, funny enough, is third and one, third and two, third and three. But if they can still get in those situations, they're usually going to be in a pretty good situation to convert. But the problem is, is they get into situations where it's third and 15, third and 20, third and, you know, 10. I mean, you know, if you do that consistently, consistently without their wide receivers that they don't have this season, you're not going to convert most of the time. So that's really slowed their offense down. Yeah, the,
0: the 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 reason the Packers played Patrick Mahomes so well the first time these two teams played with Jordan Love back in 2021, understanding different personnel. But it's the same defensive coordinator and it's some of the same issues we've seen. When you put a roof on it for Patrick Mahomes and you don't let them create explosives, can they go 10 plays, 12 plays, 14 plays, 80 yards and score touchdowns? And I think that's going to be the approach for the Packers. Um, the problem for the Packers is like, okay, let's say you hold them to 20 points. And you get to 20? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Defense, We're gonna talk. That's going to question. Not a lot of teams have, um, and it would be quite the feat if this team did it. We'll talk about that coming up in just a second here on Locked on Packers. Locked on Chiefs, a crossover Thursday. Today's episode brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. I don't know about you, Chris. DoorDash, one of my most valuable, valuable resources on game day is DoorDash because I I got a lot to do. You and I both have a lot to do on game day trying to watch these games, take notes, do our shows, create our content, all that good stuff. So it's really easy to say, yeah, let's get pizza. Let's get some wings. Let's get some burgers. And DoorDash is always going to deliver my MVP on game day. Okay, maybe second. My wife is first and then DoorDash pretty close after that. Get 50% off. Up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, that's 50% off. Up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order, downloading the DoorDash app with the code LOCKED23. This is subject to change and terms do apply. Today's episode also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. This game opened. The Chiefs favored by seven points at Lambeau Field. It is down to six points at lambeau field and so some interesting opportunities for you to make a little money if you have a lean on that right now new customers get 150 dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet not a lot of value on the money line to bet the chiefs but they're pretty heavy favorites It'd be a pretty great way to win 150 dollars in bonus bets if you bet on the chiefs in this one you're getting good odds to get that money even if to win your bet you're not gonna win a lot off the bet But the app is easy to use, a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, teasers, parlays, all kinds of fun stuff over at FanDuel. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season's playoff push. That's where we are, baby. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. And Thanks for everyone making Locked On Packers or Locked On Chiefs your first listen every day. We hope you like starting your day with us as much as we like starting our day with you. Locked On has launched the first ever national 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube for sports. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, Chris, uh, as we we finish up here, I teased it a little bit coming out of break. Can the Packers score enough? At at its heart, any game comes down to one thing. One team score enough points to beat the other team. You just have to score one more than the other guy. It seems likely uh, that the Chiefs will score more than the Packers that's why the spread is what it is. it's why the records are what they are. Um, so all that being said, you don't need to hard sell me on it because I you know this is the the expected outcome. What is the path to victory? What do the chiefs need to do to win this game?
1: goes back to what I said before. Don't turn the ball over. Don't get stupid penalties. If they can do that, I think that they should be able to win this game. And it's nothing against the Packers. I just think that they're a better team right now. Uh, I do think that if they have problems at wide receiver. They have problems uh, being consistent on offense, and that can cause issues. Uh, I do think that they started to maybe figure some stuff out last week. Uh, and I think that that, moving forward, if they did, uh, and if they're going to get the, continue to get the ball to Rasheed Rice, I think they're going to be in a pretty good position to win. Uh, so to me, it's you know, don't turn the ball over, get the ball to Rasheed Rice, get him you know eight, nine, ten targets like he did last week. I think you've got to be in a good position.
0: Do we know for sure if Taylor Swift is going to be
1: there? Do we know? We don't, but it does sound like she came back to Kansas City. Her tour is over for right now until February, so I think she's probably going to be there. Would be my guess, but I don't know that for a fact. Uh, the there question is a I chance. have to use, yeah. What what I was going to
0: say is there is a chance that we, and we don't know, but Jonathan Owens, who's probably going to start at safety for the Packers in this game is married to Simone Biles. So we could have Taylor Swift and Simone Biles, maybe in a box together, Chris at Lambeau field, just, just preparing you now, there's going to be a lot of tweets. There's going to be a lot of tweets, a lot of conversation about it. Uh, I want to go back to this, this Broncos chiefs game. As we talk about this, because the Broncos were, they they play, I, like quietly played the Chiefs pretty tough that first game. I, I think you and I talked about that Chiefs game on Lockdown On Sports today when we did that. It was one of those like the ugly games the Chiefs win by 15 because they're just, that's what good teams do. Um, but the Broncos, they were really efficient in the red zone. They ran the ball a lot, even if they weren't great at it. 40 carries, a buck 53, still averaged less than four yards, but it was the turnovers. And that's the thing. So if we're if we're going to create a roadmap, the Packers have to be able to run the ball, they have to be willing to stay committed to running the ball, and they have to do the thing that they did last week against the Lions, and that is uh, stay with this run game. Can A.J. Dillon play in this game? We're going to see. Is Aaron Jones going to play in this game? We're going to see. And I-, I think that getting those running game players on track it, it helps your play action game just because you can stay in favorable down and distances to create those play action opportunities i think this is going to be a really good game it'll be the best test defensively the packers have faced so far this season um i i think the packers are going to cover the six i would have been i feel better about six and a half like if i could i wish i would have gotten at six and a half um but i think they will cover the six i think this will be a sort of like 24 to 20, kind of game where the Chiefs win, but the Packers acquit themselves well against the defending Super Bowl champions. What do you think
1: of that? I have no problems with it. My big question is what Kansas City team is going to show up on Sunday? And I hate saying it that way, but if they're consistent and they're able to come out and they're actually able to move the ball in the first quarter uh, and get their offense kind of going in the right direction, I think that this could be a game that maybe they win a little bit bigger. Maybe it's 27, you know, 14. Maybe it's you know, I don't – I will say this. I don't see Green Bay, especially with the injuries that they have with Aaron Jones and and maybe even uh, Dylan as well, I don't see Green Bay continuously being able to run the ball and being able to score touchdowns, running the ball consistently enough uh, to score over 20, 24 points – or 20 points, really. I I don't think that they get to 20. That's my personal opinion. Uh, But I do think Kansas City is going to score more than that. Um, I, I just, I, I can't see it happening two games, you know, two games within a month of each other that they're going to allow somebody to run the ball on them like that. Uh, but that's a big question and weather could play a huge factor. In, I mean, it's green Bay, so we'll see.
0: Yeah, we, uh, and the weather is constantly changing. So <laughs> that's the other part of this. Yep. Um, it would be great. Wouldn't it be great if we got a snow game? Like that would just be like Packers chiefs. It feels appropriate that we would get uh, a game like that. so.
1: Um, I'll warn you. Mahomes says he's a snow snow game guy. He liked playing in the snow in Denver. So I I will uh, tell you. That's great.
0: We got we got uh, no snow in the forecast currently, but they're um, expecting the game time weather in that like 35 kind of range. It will probably go down um, as the as the game goes on. So we we could be talking about sub 32 kind of temperatures. Jordan Love's first real taste of that as a starter. So. Um, something, something maybe to to think about there as well. All right, Chris. Uh, locked on Packers, locked on Chiefs. Another crossover edition. We did it. Uh, we'll be back with everybody on Friday to get you set for this primetime matchup against two of the most storied franchises in the certainly the modern NFL's landscape. I can't wait. Chris is always fun, man. Thanks.
1: Thank you, sir. It's been great.
0: All right. Thanks to Chris for joining us here on a crossover Thursday. Back tomorrow to get you set for Packers Chiefs. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. X, are we doing X? I said, we're doing Twitter. Uh, anywhere you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. Of course, you will find us on YouTube as well. And anytime you want to come hang out with us live, like we will be on Sunday night after the game, after maybe a Packers win, we'll see. Uh, you can do that. Go subscribe to our YouTube page so you can stay Locked on Packers.